Hello and welcome to the Irish Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Houghton. I'm an entrepreneur, investor, and financial independence enthusiast, sharing my financial freedom journey. Stay tuned and welcome aboard. We've all heard the saying that knowledge is power. And today I guess I wanted to discuss some of the changes that I think the information age is bringing us and some of the things that you may have already adapted to and certainly things that I have adapted to over the last couple of years. But I think the signs that we're in the information age is now clearer than it probably ever has been before. And you look at uh, YouTubers, bloggers, influencers, podcasters, freelancers. These are all terms that even 10 years ago barely existed and certainly 25 years ago weren't really in existence. With the information age, we have the ability to find so many alternative ways to make money that the traditional nine to five is really at a bit of a crossroads, I think. And this is something that I've mentioned before that when I cut down to part-time hours back in September last year, it was a real challenge for me to get over the fact that I was so used to and I guess ingrained in me to work eight hours a day that working anything less, it felt like a little bit of a sin. But the truth is, in the information age, we're paid for our knowledge and not just for the time that we were in the industrial age. And I think in many ways, traditional education is becoming less important. This concept of go to school, get good grades, get a safe, secure job doesn't seem to hold so much truth anymore. If you look at our role models, so many of them have done the exact opposite of that. They openly admit that they didn't get great grades at school or they didn't fit into that kind of school structure, so to speak. And the importance of self-education and alternative education is becoming stronger than ever. In the freelancing world, it's known as meta-schools. And the ability to learn and self-learn is actually more important than the knowledge that you actually have. To adapt and adjust with the times ultimately becomes the key. And so I guess I want to point this out that on your financial independence journey, that taking the time and spending the money on improving yourself could be the best improvement that you make. I think for myself, cutting down my work hours allowed me to have the time to do more reading, to watch more videos, to listen to more podcasts, and just to help me try and work out some of the thoughts that I had going around in my head around a lot of the stuff. The ironic thing is, is that yes, I've cut down to part-time hours, but I'm actually earning better money than I ever have before. It's almost like the opposite. It's a contradiction of itself. And I've heard other people say this as well, and I never truly understood it. But this concept of just keep working harder seems to certainly have a limit. There comes a point where using your brain and thinking seems the more logical approach. As Scrooge McDuck used to say, work smarter, not harder. So let's think about what's going to change in the work environment in the next sort of five to 20 years. Some of these we're already seeing, right? So obviously remote work is becoming far more common. I've got a lot of friends that are now working one or two days a week from home. And I think this flexibility is definitely a good thing. Freelancing is becoming more common and the traditional job is being challenged. People are enjoying not having a boss per se, being able to fire their own clients, being able to select the projects that they work on. And they're starting to see that it's a great alternative 
to traditional employment. I think the five-day work week is starting to be challenged, and it's certainly going to be challenged in the next 10 to 20 years. There's been examples in countries such as Sweden and New Zealand of companies that have adopted the four-hour work week. They've basically said to their employees, provided that you continue to output the same in the four hours, provided that you continue to output the same in the four days, we will give you the fifth day off. The general results have been extremely successful. And for me, the next breaking point, that's going to be the eight-hour day, what I challenged last September. And I think this is because in the information age, sitting and doing eight hours per day starts to become a little bit redundant. We're at a situation where you're effectively being paid for your knowledge, and that doesn't necessarily mean that there is a time quantity on that. Right? To say you must sit there and do eight hours of work doesn't necessarily make sense when the actual task that you're doing you might be able to do in far less than eight hours. And I think in many cases where you have a job like what I had with my web development, where it's extremely brain intensive, there's a diminishing rate of return. You get more tired as the day goes on, the quality that you produce continues to get less and less. So there comes a point where you say, well, do we actually need you here for eight hours? Or could you be here for four or six hours and we get the same amount of output? I think if you ask the majority of people, they would say that maybe they're not truly working eight hours a day. They're probably working between four and six hours a day. And there's a couple of hours there where they're either killing time or they're just not working at full output. So what does all this mean? Well, if you haven't already, you need to start adapting for all of this. But it also gives you some of the greatest opportunities to build your own assets that could potentially lead you to financial independence. This is especially great if you don't have the money to invest. You could actually look to build your own assets. So examples of these, obviously I mentioned it two episodes ago in the Ways to Increase Your Income Part 3, is to build your own online business. You could start your own YouTube channel and get paid directly by YouTube through advertising. Look to do your own podcast or your own blog. The sky is the limit. There has never been a better time to start a business because there is just so much information available and there's also so many opportunities that simply just didn't exist 20, 30, 40 years ago. And all of this stuff, it can be learned. So I've mentioned before I'm a self-taught web developer. So even if you don't know how to make a website, you could learn. You could find a course and start learning this stuff. And why am I challenging this? Well, I just kind of see the 9 to 5 thing as being the old way. I get it from the employer's point of view, right? To have somebody there for 48 weeks of the year coming in, guaranteed when they come in and when they leave, it's a no-brainer. But for the person signing up for it, and I know it's a means to an end, I mean, I understand it, we've all got bills to pay and so on. But at the same time, if that's your final destination, I think that's where I would like to challenge you to say, is there another path? Is there another way that you could find to actually bring in that income that you need to cover your expenses? And look, for me, I've always kind of seen this stuff differently. I mean, I knew that I didn't want to work for anybody else when I was 16 years of age. And when I was 17, I made the decision that I was going to find a way to work from home. I had no idea how I was going to do it, but I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And I think schools, schools are part of the problem. 
in Robert Kiyosaki's latest book, Fake, he actually comes out and says that schools purposely don't teach financial education. They basically say that governments like the fact that we get ourselves in debt, and we basically are forced to take these jobs, and we cling on to this notion of job security. Now look, it's a fairly extreme view, but at the same time there might be some truth in that. But my challenge to you is this. There is no excuse to not do something to get yourself out of the rat race. And even if you don't have any money, educate yourself. Learn something. Watch a YouTube video. Read a book. Do something to put yourself in the path of financial independence. Track your expenses. Start saving some money somewhere. There's so many different ways to get started. And I look at my own portfolio now, you know, just under 65,000 euro. I started my first investment in April of 2018. That was my first major investment. Up until that point, everything else had just been managing my expenses, learning about investing, learning about and studying other people that had become financially independent. So it wasn't like I've been doing this for that many years that I'm that far ahead. I'm less than 18 months ahead if you haven't even started investing today. But once I got a taste for it, and once I realized that yes, this could be possible, I just kept going. And that's why if you look at the differences in my portfolio, you'll see it's constantly increasing month after month as I get more and more into it. It's becoming more of a habit. So I guess I just don't want you to go, I'm too old, it's too late, I've missed my opportunity. Because it doesn't matter where you're at. You're only as old as you feel, you're only as young as you feel. And I think that all of us, no matter what our situation, can find some way to make that first step to actually changing the way that we bring our income in. And this is particularly the case if the majority of your income is coming through a salary. So I just wanted to throw this out there. It's just a little bit of an idea that I've been pondering in my own head recently, and I wanted to, I guess, get it released and put out to the world. This is going to tie into an episode that I'm hoping to release in the next week, which is related to, is financial independence a journey or a destination? I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're a big fan of the show, why not become an Irish Fire podcast member for free? Members receive access to inside information that isn't shared on the podcast, as well as regular updates such as a monthly newsletter. To become a member, visit www.firepodcast.ie.